Worldview Update, bringing you closer to international or global news. 22 after 6 in Asia, the leader of North Korea, Kim Jong-un, has said that his country's constitution must be rewritten to state that North Korea no longer wants to reunite with South Korea and instead... South Korea must be declared North Korea's primary enemy. The two countries fought a war in the 1950s that saw China supporting North Korea. The U.S. and a United Nations action supported South Korea. They signed a ceasefire but never signed a treaty. Roland Henwood is a political scientist and commentator at the University of Pretoria. Roland, good morning. Good morning, Stephen. For years and years, both the Koreas formally and explicitly said they wanted to be reunited. South Korea actually has a reunification ministry that manages relationships with North Korea. How significant are these comments by Kim? They are significant, but I don't think one must um, read too much into that in terms of immediate action. It essentially, I think, confirms the status quo. In other words, the deteriorating links and no formal contacts between North and South. And all sorts of reasons are given for that. Um, but I think ultimately this is, seems to be more aimed at domestic politics at one level, um, cementing his hold on power, cementing the identity of North Korea built around the Kim dynasty. And then it may also signify some indication of trying to leverage um, some concessions, if I can call it that, from the external environment. It is an astonishing piece of history that they fired a ceasefire, never signed, never actually signed a proper treaty, and we've had the status quo for as long as it was. And you would have thought, this I mean, this situation has even defied the end of the Cold War. That wasn't enough to kind of make a change. I mean, is the, and the two countries are developing so differently now could it be there'll never be one nation state again, despite years of history? Yes, it's quite possible that um, one would never see a, a unification, uh, at least not in the short to medium term, it seems. Um, so, yes, I mean, this is the, the, the kind of decisions that leaders take that create a permanent situation on the ground, and that's not going to change. Um, so, yes, it's quite possible. I think given the, the, the history that we've seen, and the hardening of the, especially the North um, position against the South and, and, and creating a unique identity for themselves, it's quite possible that these nations will develop as two separate entities in future. It is also amazing that North Korea has survived so long. It's very, very different to literally all of the rest of the world. It's very different to China. It's incredibly different to uh, the United States. The point I'm trying to make is that despite all of the problems it's had and some, some cases of mass starvation, there still has never been a situation where the people in charge have come, cl- come close to being removed from power. Now, but I think one must also realize that this is not necessarily a feat only of domestic leadership, but it's also a result of external support and protection. And that protection comes in two forms. The, the, the one is maintaining the status quo, in other words, protecting the South from the North and protecting the North from the South. And that is done by external role players such as the US, such as China, um, such as Russia, who have been key allies to North Korea. And then the second reason is that the North is actually becoming quite an, an, an instrument to influence regional politics. So there's both a domestic and an external reason for the existence of the North in its current form and for maintaining it. Of course, you have the domestic dynamics that drives this forward, 
um, and that has created problems in the past. We see, we saw both China and Russia join the Six Nation group that tried to block the development of nuclear weapons in North Korea. Despite that, it happened, and there's reason to believe that um, some technological assistance, scientific cooperation. As from from especially Russia in the latter days or, or recently has assisted the North in developing sophisticated missile technology, so so they've always had something to leverage to work on. And then of course you you often had concessions from especially the U.S. One can just think of the Trump administration when when they leveraged different approaches made different promises. So skillful leadership, skillful manipulation of the process, and that cements the position of North Korea. Roland Henwood, thank you very much indeed. Uh, Commentator at the University of Pretoria, really appreciate the time.